0: Welcome to the Watering Hole Football Podcast.
1: Alrighty, welcome into another episode of the Watering Hole Football Podcast. It's a show where a couple dudes sit around to talk about football like you would at your local watering hole. Uh, I'm your host, Dylan Lund, and with me is the currently unemployed scout, Colton Sorensen.
0: Yeah, it's been a rough times, Dylan. It's been rough times, but, uh, you know, the seasons are on the corner, and I'm hoping that uh, something comes along. So, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, we're back again today, and in today's episode, um, we would like to cover some bold predictions, which we consider the bold predictions as something that's not likely to happen. But still plausible, and something that we are gonna put basically our reputation on the line and say that it will happen. So
1: but I will say some of these are kind of fun too. Like yeah. it, it's stuff that we think has a plausible chance of happening. like realistic plausible chance, but probably will not happen.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of like the fun predictions that we did in the last episode where some of them are kind of hopeful rather than what we actually think is going to happen. So,
1: yeah, and these ones just are a little more out there and a little more fun. I I have a pretty good track
0: record of having some crazy bold predictions hit, and that's we kind of wanted to put that into a podcast so that nobody could ever tell me I'm lying about it. So, Right,
1: because we haven't had it. I haven't I mean, I'm pretty sure in the past the only time the only person you've talked to about those bold predictions were me. Yep. And I can just say, nah, man, you never said that. Yeah, and it's it doesn't help me out when I'm trying to brag to
0: others, so uh, this will help me, hopefully.
1: Yeah, but uh, but first we're going to go over a little bit of news. Um, two different teams have named their starters. Uh, first one is Trevor Lawrence. He will be the starter for Jacksonville.
0: Which is no shock to any of us at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean, it did sound like for a while there, there was a legit battle between him and Gardner Minshew. There shouldn't have been. Like, let's be honest, if you're taking the first overall pick on a guy. He's going to play. They, he
0: was just too similar to um, Gardner Minshew. Like, if you're close at that point, you let your young guy play. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of a no-brainer for Urban Meyer.
1: Um, and then also uh, Teddy Bridgewater was named the starter over Drew Locke. I don't love it, but I understand it. I know you are Drew Locke's Dan, and that's fine. Yep. There's no reasoning to it. It's just, for some reason, I like him, man. Uh, You know, Locke gives them, I would say, a higher ceiling, Teddy, higher floor, which is... By quite a bit. By quite a bit, which I think is probably the direction that they need to go. But also, um, kind of circling back to the Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew, I mean, I would put Gardner Minshew on kind of the same caliber as Teddy Bridgewater. So, I think... I don't know. I mean, should they should Gardner Minshew be traded and get a chance to play somewhere?
0: I think if they're comfortable with the quarterback that they have behind Trevor at that point, which is Mike Glennon, I believe. Yeah,
1: who is who? He is a veteran. He can he can play. I think that's the
0: guy you want in your quarterback room anyway. Right? You don't necessarily want a Gardner Minshew, so I think you trade him to a team that might be panicking at the moment. I don't know. I would probably go south. Um,
1: maybe in Texas? Yeah,
0: pro- close to the Gulf of Mexico. Um, to to a team that has a really good quarterback, just not right now. Right. So I, I, I'd maybe think about sending them something.
1: I don't know. I, I feel like Ardu Mitchell deserves a shot. He's one of the better... He's one of the better characters in the league. He's a lot like Fitzmagic where you just you love to watch him play, and he's just a really cool guy, and you kind of want to see him get a, get a shot.
0: Yeah, it's that Honey Badger personality where he don't give a shit what people think. He just uh, goes out there and plays some football in his jorts, you know? Yeah. Gotta love him, man. Gotta
1: yep. love him. Um, in other news, uh, Sony Michelle, former Patriots running back, was traded to the Rams.
0: Yep. And uh, um, he should probably
1: be the starter. I would assume this year. I mean, with, it's either Daryl Henderson. Yeah, it'll probably be him and Daryl Henderson. Also, um, I have just in watching some of the preseason there. I think it was a sixth rounder, seventh rounder rookie, Jake Funk from Maryland. Great name. It, it great name. Also, he's been balling. Like that dude. He's been putting in some work. Let me go back in the archives here. Give me a second.
0: Um, so I scouted Jake Funk as a guy that showed out in the pro day, natural pass catcher. And I said should be a great special teamer. Well, looks like he might be thrown into some action early. So good for him, man. Good for
1: yeah. him. Um, and that's obviously because uh, earlier in the season – um Cam Akers. Jeez, I couldn't think of the name. Cam Akers uh, got injured. I don't actually remember the injury. Uh, I think it was an Achilles tear. That's right. That's right. Achilles. Yep. Which is really unfortunate. I was a big
0: Cam Akers fan. Yeah. Um he reminds me a lot of Delvin Cook and an Achilles injury is something that could put a guy like that really on the back seat. At this point in his career,
1: where his strengths are his lateral movements, his quickness, stuff like that. Yeah, that's kind of that's a big hit to him. So,
0: hoping the best for him coming back, but I don't know. It, I think it gives Sony Michelle a real chance to make it on another team that he got pushed off of. So
1: right. Um, kind of piggybacking off of the injuries, uh, Travis Etienne, uh, first round pick for the Jaguars is out for the year with a liz frank injury it's a foot injury i think it's in like the middle of the foot i think uh cam newton had that a couple years ago he was done for a long time yeah there's been a couple uh college players that have had it
0: definitely um you hear about them doing like that bone surgery yeah and that's kind of what people have to do to fix it nowadays i think a couple of the college quarterbacks have had that too so um it's pretty unfortunate for him
1: yeah, it's it's disappointing for for the Jaguars overall too, because like you know you wanted to see the core, the core young players like all play like, together. It sounded like
0: they were going to use him in interesting ways, so it would have been kind of fun to see like what exactly Urban Meyer was going to draw up. Yeah. So. Yeah, unfortunate, unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's about it for the news. There wasn't a whole lot in this last week. Just kind of a. It's uh, middle of preseason, and that's kind of, we're hitting
0: the lull. I think once this final preseason game gets over with, you'll hear a lot more stories going around, and we have a week, two weeks until the regular season after that. So yep. I think there will be a lot more stories rolling around and stuff, but definitely, probably not much happening.
1: Definitely around uh, down to the 53-man the cut. Yep. Um, maybe teams are going to try to make some moves, you know, things like that.
0: Yeah, so let's hope some news picks up. But uh, in the meantime, we got some bold predictions. And uh, I don't know, Dylan, do you want to start it off for us?
1: Sure. So uh, my bold prediction, my, my first bold prediction is Austin Eckler will lead the league in yards from scrimmage.
0: I think that pretty much right there explains bold predictions <laughs> to the audience. That uh, That is out there. Like, I don't think so. It's a guy that not a lot of people look at as being a real, like, workhorse necessarily. But he does have all the traits that you need to be like that CMC. Like,
1: exactly, he
0: runs the ball well. He catches it really well. And he's used both in the offense. So, right. it, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but... It's pretty damn bold. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting choice to lead off, that's for sure.
1: See, that's why these are fun.
0: Yeah, we, and I think what we'll do is we'll keep track of these, and we'll just kind of have bragging rights at the end of the year to see who has the most close predictions at the yeah, end.
1: Yeah, I think probably with our bold predictions and our season predictions that we did last week.
0: Yeah, we're going to really see who is uh, better at uh, football.
1: So my guess is probably neither of us, but it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's probably going to, we're going to be batting a hundred,
0: I think is what's going to be happening here. But I mean,
1: if I hit on one of these bold predictions, I think I'll be happy.
0: I have some honorable mentions in here that I, I think are kind of softballs, but I don't know. I had to have something to, to pad the stats here a little bit. So I'll lead it off with a real bold prediction. Uh, Jared Patterson, which is a rookie for the Washington football team will be the lead running back by the end of the season.
1: So what's wrong with Antonio Gibson?
0: Nothing. I just think Jared Patterson is that much better. Okay. He's the guy that had 400 yards and eight touchdowns in a game in college.
1: I do remember hearing about that.
0: And I think people just slept on him because he's five foot eight, 215. Like, people didn't think about him as an actual running back, but... Ooh. Tell you what, in the preseason,
1: he looks really good. To be fair, that's about Austin Eckler size.
0: Yeah, that's Austin Eckler was undrafted. I think this guy went uh, late in the draft. Probably.
1: So,
0: I don't know. I just I for some reason I believe in him. He looks looks really good. I've never cared for Antonio Gibson, so I, I think it's just a personal preference. I like him better, and I'm kind of hoping that he ends up as a lead guy. So.
1: Yeah, so it's one of those things where you kinda you get your guys and you like they're just your guys.
0: Oh yeah, there's a there's another my guy on this list and I'm very proud
1: of it. So <laughs> um so my second bold prediction is that I it, it's not necessarily a bold prediction for this season, per se. I mean it'll kinda it'll probably take longer than that, but Jamar Chase will be the next Corey Davis. And what I mean by that is, so Corey Davis was drafted highly in the first round. Eighth, I think. Yeah, seventh, eighth overall. Yep. And there was a lot of hype coming out of college. And he just never kind of, he never lived up to it. He never. never filled that superstar role that people thought he would. Right. And with Jamar Chase, I mean the, the the small amount of film that I did watch. I did watch a lot of the wide receivers. I I don't know. I just I just don't really know what other people were seeing. So yep. And even in the preseason, I mean, he's had he's had a quite a few drops. Um apparently the word coming out of camp is that he's not getting open as much as like, you know, they were used to seeing in college,
0: which which is weird cuz I think both you and I kind of watched the film and that's the one thing that we took away from it is he didn't necessarily get open he just caught the ball better than everybody else.
1: Right. So that's I'm not saying he's going to be a bad player. Like, well I don't think Corey Davis is Corey a Corey Davis player. Corey Davis is a very fine player. I would love to have him as a wide receiver too on my team. Right. But he's not that star stud. He's not Julio, he's not um, Right. Devontae Adams, he's
0: not that guy.
1: Right. And that's that's I think that's what people are trying to make him out to be. And I don't think he'll be that. I think he'll just kind of be a really, really good wide receiver too. And that's, yeah, that's just, that's where I feel about it.
0: All right. Well, I'm actually going to throw in an honorable mention here because it kind of follows along with that. I had a bold prediction that I told you, was it two years ago now? Is this a Quez Watkins? It is a Quez Watkins. It would have been last year, right? I think. Yeah. yeah. So last he was a year, last year, I told Dylan at the combine that Quez Watkins would be the next Antonio Brown.
1: Quez Watkins, wide receiver out of Southern Miss, I think. Yep. This this is actually a real one. He did tell me this.
0: Yep. And uh, it did not look good to start the year.
1: No, he, he went didn't to really Philly.
0: play. I was kind of excited about it because. Philly's wide receiver sucked, and he still didn't play, and that made me really nervous. But he's currently showing out in Philly in the preseason. So my bold prediction is Quez Watkins will be third in receiving yards or better in Philly. So that just means I think he'll be the third target in that offense from a guy that nobody was talking about, and it's just to make me feel better about my bold
1: prediction from last year. I mean, he's only got to really compete with Devonta Smith and Jalen Rager. So, and I think Goddard. But, I suppose.
0: So I'm basically what I'm saying is I think he'll beat out either Goddard or one of the other two wide receivers. Yeah. So it's kind of bold, but it's not necessarily absolutely.
1: That one's just more personal for you. Yeah. It's to not... get To get the validation of what. You said last year. Yeah,
0: I need people to know that I'm right. So
1: <laughs> um, so my third one is half of last year's playoff teams will miss the playoffs. Half of them. So seven out of the 14 teams are not going to make the playoffs this year. I hope you're going to list them and put your money where your mouth is. I do have a list. All right, let's hear them. So we got the Indianapolis Colts. I feel like the... Uh, is it the Carson Wentz thing that's going kind to of hold you back? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Also, he's, again, his health. Every year it's, it's about Carson Wentz being healthy. And we don't know. And, you know, he got hurt in camp. Yep. And he's probably coming back for week one, but also. We don't know. We don't know. Yep. Uh, we got the Steelers. I think Big Ben is done. Uh, they don't have a running game, or at least they didn't last year. They didn't run it well. Well, I mean, they have Najee now, but. And Najee's great, but their where, run where, game is not. Great. Yeah,
0: where's the offensive line to help him out?
1: So. Right, uh, got the Ravens. I think that one might be a little more controversial. Yep. No, really, reason why? I just, I'd, I'd like to know. throw
0: out a bold prediction at this time as well. I also have that the Baltimore Ravens will miss the playoffs. That's one of my bold predictions. So, oh, so what? What are your reasoning behind that? So, my reasoning behind it is, I for some reason I just think that their offense is not necessarily going to move the ball as good as they thought they were this year they're going to try to move more towards passing and I think it's going to hurt them and I don't necessarily think their defense is as dominant as it once was so I just I just think they get pushed aside and like maybe they kind of they lose one too many games and just
1: barely miss the playoffs so like overall offensively they might stray away from their identity because of like the new new players coming in and thinking that they need to evolve more than they need to?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think they'll kind of screw it up for themselves. It won't be uh, they're not good enough. It'll be they kind of screwed it up themselves. They lose a couple close games that they usually would have won. Stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Um, The next team I have on my list is the Saints because their quarterback position right now is... A little rough. It's
0: probably going to be Jameis. It should be Jameis that I've heard. So swear to God,
1: if it's not Jameis,
0: yeah, if it's not Jameis, oh, then you're having a tight end pass for you, and that's not okay, right?
1: Um, the uh, Washington football team. Uh, so this is one that I'm a little sad about too, because I think they are going to be a very fun team to watch. But it's and everybody loves Fitzmagic. Yep. And
0: greatest quarterback from Harvard of
1: all time. And it's fine. But he is still, you know, the, he's still the same quarterback that he was. He's always, he's going to take a lot of risks. He's going to throw it into coverage. He might lose more games than he wins. I mean, I, I with the dominant defense, like you just need like steady quarterback play, and Ryan Fitzpatrick is not steady, and that's fine. It makes for entertaining football. I just feel like they might they might be closer to five hundred than they would like and that's probably not going to win that division.
0: So what you're saying is Fitzmagic will actually be worse comparatively to Alex Smith last year.
1: I mean not necessarily. I think but, the hi- the highs are going to be way higher. Right. But, but the lows are going to outweigh the highs is what you're saying. Enough to have them not win enough games to win the division.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh
1: the Bears Bears are not making the playoffs.
0: I would agree with that statement. That That's pretty self-explanatory. They have a rookie quarterback that should start. The rest of their team is just blah. Yeah, I mean, they still have a good defense. But that doesn't win championships anymore.
1: Not not you, usually.
0: You can hold them to 25, but if you can't score 25, you still lose the game. So Right.
1: I, I think it'll just kind of be growing pains for the Bears. So Yeah, probably. And then my last one, another... Maybe a little more controversial is uh, the Seahawks.
0: Ooh. A lot of people are going to be mad at that one. Oh,
1: I know. Seahawks are going to miss the playoffs. Russ is going to have an incredible year, but they don't have a run game. Their defense is not going to be very good. So Russ is going to carry the entire team. He's going to have a great year, and they're not going to win enough games.
0: So if that happens, does Russ not come back? Oh, who knows? Does does he stay does he say, Hey, you, you fucked it up one too many times and it's either Pete Carroll or it's me?
1: Well, at that point they would just fire Pete Carroll. Would they though? I think they would. I don't know about that. I think they'd love their Pete Carroll. I mean, they definitely do. If if they're smart, they choose Oh yeah. Russ. The, the logical answer is always the quarterback and right, not the, the coach. The franchise yeah. top five quarterback. Yep. Yeah.
0: You yeah. always you always take him right.
1: So yeah, that's my list: the Colts, Steelers, Ravens, Saints, the football team, Bears, and Seahawks all missing the playoffs. Yikes,
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's a lot of turnover. It's bold. That is bold. Um, on the in that vein, I have uh, another playoff-based bold prediction. I believe the Atlanta Falcons will make the playoffs this year. I just feel like. Their offense is not as bad as people seem to think it is. I it, don't
1: I don't know why people think the Falcons are going to be terrible. And I
0: think I think their defense will be fine
1: and it will be enough
0: to make it in as a wild card team. They're probably not going to do anything, but they'll be there. So, and that that seems pretty bold based on everything that I've heard from around the league. Nobody is giving them any credit. Yeah, nobody. They're basically
1: penciled in to be a top 5 pick. Right. I think that's pretty disrespectful.
0: Yeah, I mean, Matt Ryan is a former MVP. He was just in the Super Bowl, what, four or five years ago? What
1: was that, 2017? Yeah,
0: so, like, I don't know. It He's not as bad as people think he is. Like, no. I don't know.
1: They're, they're making the playoffs. That's all I know. Yeah. Um. So, my next one is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will have the number one scoring offense and the number one scoring defense. And that would be the first time that has happened since the 1996 Packers. The Chargers were the number one offense and defense in 2010, but that was based on yardage. This is scoring defense and scoring offense.
0: We need to talk about that quick. Um, The Chargers were the best yardage team all around in the NFL and they missed the
1: playoffs. Yep, that is the most Chargers thing to do. That
0: that was when I was a peak Chargers fan too, because the Vikings weren't doing much, and that was so depressing. <laughs> it was fun to watch, but man, that was depressing. But yeah, I you must hate football because Why? like I don't want to see a team that dominant. Also, it's possible that it might happen. It's, it's not that I
1: want to see it. It's just something that I came up with.
0: I know, but it's it's frustrating. I don't I don't want to see Tom Brady being the greatest quarterback of all time for the next fifteen years.
1: So, it, but it's just frustrating. They also just won the Super Bowl. They brought back yeah. every single starter on offense and defense. Yep. They did have a really good defense. You know, it, it it was kind of down the stretch for the defense. I think
0: it was top three coming the end of the year, right?
1: And yeah, that's Tom, frustrating. Tom Brady in that system for the second year. And, yep. you know, they always say that the Bruce Arian system, the second year is when the quarterback really takes off.
0: I think Tom Brady might have moved that up a year. I mean, Because we'll he's see. pretty smart. We'll so, see. Um, All right, well, I'll go to my next one. Tua will pass. Tua tonga sorry. Will pass for more yards than any rookie quarterback this year.
1: So any of this year's rookies.
0: This year's rookies, yeah. Tua will come in and will beat all of them in passing yards. He has been looking pretty good in the preseason. I don't even care about what he looks like in the preseason. <laughs> I, I just want Tua to be successful, and this is more of a wishful than I think it's going to happen, but I, I do also think it's plausible. So
1: that's what I went with. So for my next one... Um, and actually what, I, what I've what i kind of been noticing with my bold predictions is there are a lot of really high highs. Yep. And there are a lot of really low lows. Yep. That's kind of bold predictions. So my next one is that the Texans will be the first ever 0-17 team. I, I want to
0: bring up the fact that we know that they're terrible we know they're going to be bad but it is very hard to not win a football game Absolutely. in 17
1: tries like i mean you saw the jets do it last year
0: yeah they won twice yeah and ended up losing the first overall pick because <laughs> right. of it
1: so yeah
0: i i would love to see it because that organization just sucks but also i that that is bold
1: that and is it, very bold And really the only reason that it would be the first ever is because this is the first year that they're doing a 17-week schedule.
0: Yeah, they're going to top the Browns and Lions and go, suck it, we got it. Yeah, Yeah. we got got one more. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, I mean, it's plausible. I am going to go in the realm of very bold predictions here. And... I'm going to say Tyreek Hill will finish outside the top 10 in receiving yards this year.
1: Okay. Fucking how? Because Just how? He will
0: finish with his 1,200 whatever yards, 10 touchdowns on 67 catches or whatever. And we're going to have 10 or 11 other guys in the 1,400 and up range with 100 catches this year. I don't know. It's bold. But for some reason, he just doesn't strike me as a consistent yard getter this year. I think he's going to be that big play guy, and he's going to come close, but he's not going to make it into the top 10. I think just the lack of targets is going to get him.
1: What lack of targets? The only only other target getter is going to be Travis Kelsey because everybody else is
0: gone. And he'll get 120 catches. Yeah, also, Mecole Hardman will get over 70 catches this year.
1: He'll have more catches than Tyreek.
0: No. Tyreek will get like 75, 76. But Mecole Hardman will get around that. Because Tyreek Hill is going to be the big shot guy.
1: Yeah, but they hit on
0: that a lot. You do realize that, right? I just think they won't hit on it as much this year. I think the lack of offensive line co- cohesiveness sorry, is going to really hurt them on that deep ball. And I don't, I don't know he's going to finish outside the top 10. Don't ask me how it's just going to happen.
1: Hmm. So there's that. Uh, My next one. So there will be four quarterbacks to pass (laughs) for over 5,000 yards.
0: Um, For reference here, there have been eight ever to do it. Yep. Uh, Drew Brees has done it more than once. And I think he counts just once in that eight. Okay, But, yeah, only eight quarterbacks have ever done it before. Are we saying it's going to be four new ones, do you think? Do you um, have any idea of who you're thinking?
1: Yeah, so I, I got four here. Um, So we got Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, and Dak Prescott.
0: Which uh, they are all in very pass-heavy offenses. Yep. We have an extra game this year.
1: Yeah, I think it's plausible. Like, has has Aaron Rodgers passed for 5,000 before?
0: I don't think so. I think he's been around 4,800 before, but not okay. the 5,000.
1: Well, so, yeah, all, all new ones. But this year, there will be four different quarterbacks with 5,000 yards.
0: Didn't Pat Mahomes get 5,000?
1: Probably. Yep. I think in his MVP season, he did. Yeah. So,
0: actually, there's there's another quarterback that you might want to throw in there that has 5,000 yards before. Jameis Winston.
1: Um, Jameis Winston was the 5,000-yard guy? No, I get that, but also I I don't trust Sean Payton to keep him in the whole damn time. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. He can see now, though. Okay, <laughs> the, <laughs> but I will say the second preseason game, he
0: was balling out. Yeah, he, he's going to be their starter, and if he's not, I'm going to be frustrated. But he's not getting 5,000 yards this year. So. I mean, I really want to see what post-LASIK
1: Jameis looks like. Yeah,
0: he's going to be shooting lasers out of his eye out there. <laughs> so on the back of that, I'm going to go for another like record kind of season. Um, I'm predicting that there will be two receivers to catch 20 touchdowns or more this season. Which I think Randy Moss might have been the last one to do it with his twenty-six. 27. 27. And uh, I don't know. There's, we don't really get close much.
1: Yeah, like the 20 touchdown threshold for any skill position player is, I mean, it's kind of unheard of. Yeah. And
0: uh, it's going to be a big season. Uh, Terry McLaurin's going to do it. That's all I got. I don't know who the other one's going to be. I think there will be another one, though.
1: I mean, my gut tells me the other one would be Devonte Adams, probably, because he's led the league in touchdowns. I think the last couple of years.
0: I I just think Terry McLaurin will be kind of that surprise guy that comes out of nowhere. He'll catch the big balls and like he'll it'll be shocking to see, but they might not necessarily win because of it.
1: So, I mean, that kind of it kind of calls back from the the episode last week where you predicted that he's gonna lead the league in receiving. Yeah. So he's just kind of he's he's going to dominate this year. He's one of your my guys. Uh, this year, yeah. Yeah.
0: If he doesn't do it this year, then I'm dropping him forever, and I'm not talking to <laughs> about him ever
1: again. So he he better get on that horse this year and do something. See, I don't. He's probably not going to do as well as you want him to, but I think he's going to be good.
0: Oh, probably not. But hey, it's bold predictions for a reason.
1: <laughs> uh, speaking of bold, um. Delvin Cook is going to break the rushing record.
0: So we pointed something out before the podcast, and uh, we've talked about it a few times now. You have Delvin Cook breaking a rushing record. Yes. And Austin Eckler leading the league in all-purpose yards. Yes. So we're talking about Austin Eckler having, I don't know, somewhere around 1,500 yards uh, rushing. Probably somewhere around eight hundred yards receiving. What's your point? I
1: mean, <laughs> he better
0: get on that horse,
1: man. See, these predictions are separate for a reason. Oh, okay. It's okay <laughs> if one happens and the other so, one doesn't. So you're not
0: connecting them. You're just
1: you're just kind of spreading out your. your it would have to here. be an absolutely insane season for both of those things to happen.
0: Yeah, that that would be pretty wild. Like we're talking Austin Eckler having. 2800 yards from scrimmage. <laughs> like that's Damn, that's impressive. But hey, if he does it, he does it, man. I'm there for it. Uh on the Delvin Cook thing, as a Vikings fan, I would love to oh, see Oh, absolutely.
1: That I mean, he's at this point, he's probably my favorite player. So he, Well, you got to think
0: about it. He's going to get 300 touches at least. And if he does average, I don't know, say Five point eight to six yards of carry. Yep, it's possible.
1: Like if they if they give him like Le'Veon Bell type touches, like peak Le'Veon Bell. I mean that was close to four hundred touches.
0: I don't know if he'll survive that. If we're being honest, but... right.
1: And then, that's the other thing. Like he's got to stay healthy. Yep. I mean for, well obviously for this for this prediction, but also for the team. Yep. And for for good football because he is. I mean, he's one of the best. At, uh, at his position,
0: if Austin Eckler and Dalvin Cook both do the things that you predict, will Austin Eckler be the MVP of the league? Oh man, twenty eight hundred yards. We're probably talking about. I it's don't know,
1: probably not going to be twenty eight hundred. Eighteen ish touchdowns. So he, here's here's kind of the math that I would think about. Like, so Dalvin Cook's just barely going to break the record.
0: Twenty one ten.
1: Yeah, around there, like maybe twenty one fifty. Okay, uh, they don't use him in the passing game as much as they should, so he'll probably get three hundred. So we're still
0: talking about twenty five hundred yards from Austin Eckler,
1: right? Which is which is not as insane as twenty eight hundred, but yes, I mean, it's it, kind of insane. Still whooping CMC's <laughs> ass, so we'll, we'll see about that one. So there you go, draft draft Austin Eckler. He's going to hand Elvin cook. Get them both. So they're going to
0: be the, the best in the league. It's going to be the greatest fantasy <laughs> duo of all time. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go a little more. I don't want to say believable, but I'm predicting Mike Evans will have his first non thousand yard receiving season. And, uh, it is pretty insane that We can include that in a Bold Predictions
1: podcast. It's bold to say that Mike Evans won't have 1,000 yards.
0: Right. Like, it is unheard of, and I don't think he gets enough respect for being the only guy to ever go the first seven seasons of his career getting 1,000 yards. Seven. Seven seasons. Seven
1: seasons straight.
0: And this man is easily the closest thing we've had to Calvin Johnson— and it looks like he's gonna continue playing in his career. So we could see numbers in the fifteen thousand yards by the time his career's over. Right. We're talking about a guy that could possibly be up there with Larry Fitz in less time than what it took Larry Fitz to get there. So yeah, I that it is a bold prediction, but he's been so close two years now in his career. He's gotten a thousand and six yards last year and then i think in 2017 he got 1001 yards. This year he's going to get 999. Like he's just <laughs> going to that,
1: that would be the worst.
0: Yeah. Like
1: if if it's that
0: situation, you throw the game even if it means you have one more loss on your record but you get him that
1: 1000 yards. Like you you throw that game if you got to. See, well that's not going to happen because the bucks are going to have the best offense. So he's just going to be he's going to be a monster this year
0: maybe he gets injured like that. That's kind of my thought on it is he'll, he'll probably have to get injured for this to happen. And I don't want to wish injury on anybody, but damn, I'd love to be right. So.
1: Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Mike Evans deserves a lot more respect. Yeah. You know, he's not even talked about in like the top 10 wide receivers.
0: He is definitely in my top five. Absolutely. hundred like percent. He has been for multiple years. He is the best at what he does in the NFL. And there's no one else even really comparable. I think the next closest is like Mike Williams. Yeah. And that he that's a long way off from Mike Evans. So. yeah, and
1: like you were saying, you know, he is the closest thing to Megatron. He's six foot five, he's two hundred and forty pounds. The only difference between him and Megatron is Megatron had a forty inch vertical and he ran a four three yeah it's a little bit
0: different of uh, animal there in Megatron, but also he ended his career at eight years. right. We're going into eight years for calvin John er, Calvin Johnson, Mike Evans, and uh he he might be going for another
1: five-ish
0: years. So I mean, I hope so.
1: i I hope Mike Evans completes his career with thousand yard seasons every single season.
0: That would be absolutely incredible. I would love to see that. That would be football history forever.
1: Yeah, I I don't know if anybody would ever be able to replicate it. Yeah,
0: that would be fantastic to watch.
1: Uh, moving on. So my next one is, so by the end of the year, seven rookie quarterbacks will be the starters for their team. Ooh. So that means... It's a lot of rookies. The five first-round picks, because there was five. Yep. So you have Trevor Lawrence, Yep. who's already the starter. Sure. Yep, and he will stay the starter. Zach Wilson is already the starter. As he should be. Trey Lance, that one, we don't know how long it's going to take, but I feel like by the end of the year, if they're not, you know, maybe if they're a little out of it with the playoffs...
0: If they're hovering around five hundred, I gotta imagine that he's gonna get a shot at some right. Point. Or
1: if, or if Jimmy does poorly, for like I, I feel like it'll take a couple games in a row. Yeah,
0: which but, is definitely possible because Jimmy's not playing like the usual Jimmy. So
1: right. Um, and then you have Justin Fields. Yep. Uh, who is better than Andy Dalton, so he should be starting.
0: I think he'll probably get the call a starter. Week, probably week one, but if not week two, week three. It
1: should, it should be week one, just given yep. the season. Like, I get it, you brought Andy Dalton in to be the starter, but then you kind of lucked out and got Fields in the draft. Yep. You might as well play him. Cut your losses. Um, And then you got Mac Jones, who's already talked about as probably being the starter week one in New England.
0: Yep. He's way better than people gave him credit for, and I just want to say I called it.
1: Mac Jones is what Jimmy Garoppolo should play like. He is the same prospect as
0: Jimmy Garoppolo when he first started. Yeah, and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo went to a Super Bowl. Right. So uh, by that logic, Mac Jones will win two Super Bowls, maybe. Well, I'm just saying.
1: Um. So the next, the, so then I had to find two other rookies that would eventually be the starters. Yep. The obvious choice is the third round pick of the Houston Texans, Davis Mills. Yep. Because that's a dumpster fire. That whole organization is a dumpster fire. They're going to have to figure out something. Why have Tyrod Taylor be the quarterback when you can see what you have in the guy you just drafted? With your first pick in the draft. Like the first pick that they had, they took a quarterback. Yep. So that kind of tells you where they're at. I
0: think they're just gonna throw the kid to the wolves. He's gonna be terrible. Um, he probably will get hurt. Like, it's gonna be a terrible situation for him. And I feel bad for him, but also that organization is a dumpster
1: fire. So whatever yeah. happens, happens. I mean, this is literally just a transition here. I think I heard somewhere that um like the the head coach yep. was like he was basically told that this was just kind of a, a bridge year. Yeah, he
0: was he was kind of told that he was not in the future plans of the organization. Right. Which is not something that you should really
1: tell a coach ahead of time. Right, and then if the players hear that, they're not going to play for the coach because they know the coach isn't going to be there. They don't give a shit.
0: Yeah. That, it's such a bad situation down there. There's some people in charge that definitely do not belong in charge. And... Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping for an 0-17 season now. So, Yeah, then one of my bold predictions has come true. Yeah, you, you put it in my head, and now I'm hoping for it. <laughs> so let's see it so, happen.
1: And then uh, the, the last rookie that will take over the starting job, I was deciding between Kyle Trask because Brady got injured or Kellen Mond because Kirk Cousins played like shit what would you settle on? I went with Kirk Cousins playing like shit. <laughs> yeah, it seems at this point
0: it seems more likely than Iron Man, uh, Tom Brady getting injured. So
1: yeah, so there you go, Vikings fans. Kellen Mond, your quarterback of the future. Congratulations. Unfortunate. Also, uh, honorable mention with that, he's not a rookie, but I think Dwayne Haskins will eventually be the starter for the Steelers over Big Ben.
0: See, I disagree with that. I think they'll ride Big Ben into the ground. Even if they're already out of the playoffs? Yep. I I think they do. I just think Mike Tomlin has too much respect for him. They are going to follow him right to the grave, right to a top 10 pick, and probably try to reach for another quarterback in the draft. So, yeah. I mean, it's possible. Big Ben does not seem as sturdy as he once was. Right. Right. He takes a couple of hits. He he might be out in calling a career. So
1: Mason Rudolph is ass. Let's just let's be real about it. He's not. He, he's can, not take, a he can
0: take a hit though, like from a helmet on the top of the head. He we we have seen that. So yeah, that, that doesn't mean he's a good quarterback. He's tough. He's a tough son of a bitch. That's like has,
1: Haskins was a first round pick for a reason. He just got to get his head right and actually like
0: be a professional. Yeah, he he has to decide he wants to be
1: here. Right and uh i don't know if he's done that yet. I don't know, we'll see. I think Mike Tomlin's a good a good person to to be that mentor though. Mike Tomlin's probably not afraid to punch him in the throat and say, "Hey, shape
0: up, you dumbass. Get your shit together."
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm going to go with my bold prediction of Cliff Kingsbury will not make it to the end of the season. I think he'll be fired ahead of time. I just think um Kyler has too much talent. And what's going to happen is he's going to look good and the team's not going to be good. And the owner's probably just going to go, all right, cut our losses. We'll find somebody else to make Kyler our guy.
1: Yeah. So far, it hasn't been a very successful experiment. Yeah. So the Cardinals are, for whatever reason, I love Kyler. So like the Cardinals kind of turned into my second team. Gross. Man, I don't care. Like yep. Kyler's fun to watch. I I like it. I cheer for the Chargers. That's no better. That's yeah, um, but I will say, Cliff Kingsbury doesn't know how to make a running game. It seems no, he does not. And if he does, he doesn't. He didn't have the players to do the running game that he wanted.
0: Well, and he decided he was going to run him run his head into a wall instead of using the door that was right next to him. Right. So I I just don't think he's necessarily right for the NFL then. Like that might work in college just running your head into a wall until that fine you you have enough turnover that the right player falls into your lap
1: right either that or the the talent that you have is you know just better than the talent on the other side so eventually you know you'll you'll break a big a big play but the NFL doesn't work like that yep like your scheme has to be good and so I, I just don't think his scheme is great especially in the running game passing game sure i think their passing
0: game is a little too it's too gimmicky i
1: don't
0: i don't care for it i don't like the routes that they run the concepts are fine but it's just the play calling in general for him is not great um so he'll be chilling in possibly early retirement in that big ass house of his it's pretty
1: sweet house though you gotta admit
0: it's pretty sweet house he's uh He's a lucky man. He looks pretty good. He's got the money,
1: got the house. Like, he's doing all right for himself. Yeah. I don't feel bad about this one. Um, So, I couldn't not do a bold prediction list without having some Sam Darnold love. Ooh. Because that is the hill that I chose to die on. Yep. And it's fine. I'm fine with it. How's that hill looking currently? He hasn't played much in the preseason so i can't really tell okay um so the bold prediction is that sam darnold will be a top half quarterback in like the major stats so i'm not yards yards touchdowns completion completion percentage percentage okay you know the the major ones and you can throw like qbr pass rating in there if you really want to i mean that kind of goes
0: along with it usually so
1: right I'm not saying he's going to be a world beater. I'm just saying with the right coaching and the right players around him.
0: You're hoping for magic (laughs) out of Sammy Darnold.
1: I mean, a little bit. I don't know. Um, You're
0: you're hoping for some Sam Sam Darnold to Dan Arnold passing love right now. That's what you're hoping for. Yes, all of that. All right. That was easy for me to say, by the way. Is it my turn?
1: Uh, I, I have
0: one left. I have an honorary one left. This one is sad because he's my, one of my all-time favorite players. Um, I believe that Larry Fitzgerald will announce his retirement before the season starts. Before it starts? Before it starts, yeah.
1: I thought you meant after the season.
0: No, I, I think he'll announce his retirement before the season starts. And, uh... It's tough to say because I grew up, every year that I've watched football, Larry Fitzgerald has been a part of it. He's just been a perfect ambassador for the game, and I, he's he's a perfect human being, and he's not going to play anymore. That's sad, but that's a bold prediction because he's played 85, 85
1: years in the league, so... Was it 18? 17,
0: 18? I think this this has to be like his 17th season now. So, or this would be his 18th season, probably.
1: Yeah. Um, so along that same line, my last bold prediction is that at the end of the year, Brady is going to announce his retirement.
0: With Super Bowl in hand? Or...
1: More than likely. All right. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I... I don't think it's, so. So, this is what bothers me. Like, it's fucked up to say that a 44 year old quarterback. Yep. Like, it's a bold prediction. Like, it's bold to say that he's going to announce his retirement at the end of the year. And I'm going to argue against you, actually.
0: I, I think that he will for sure come back next year. Oh, I, I think without a doubt he is playing next year i
1: mean that's why this is a bold prediction like i don't expect that to happen
0: yeah i i mean i i just think you're wrong on that one and i more than likely so i i don't know i think we had some pretty good bold predictions here um if anybody else has any bold predictions uh send them to us on our facebook page maybe we'll bring some of them up at some point and uh We'll we'll break down bold predictions if we have to. But uh, for us, I think that'll end off this podcast. We'll see you all next week. And you can find us on the internets at Facebook. We have a Facebook. It's the uh,
1: Watering Hole Football Podcast. Uh, We have a Twitter. That one is at Football Hole. (laughs) Nice. We have a...
0: Is that it? We have an email email we have that's, an email
1: that's what we were looking for uh watering football at gmail.com all right and uh that'll do it for us today and
0: thanks for listening
1: bye